All right, well, thank you for joining us on Viewpoints today. Uh, Pastor John just got done preaching about envy, and we're in a new sermon series, When the Good Go Bad, and I'm here with Sean. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. It is not John, it is Sean. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, those are kind of easy to get mixed up, well, Sean and John. Yeah, you got the two of us, and then everyone else on staff, their name starts with a J, so... <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of J's here. There is a lot of J's. Have we counted how many J's there are? I think at one point, it was like Seven? eight, yeah. something like that. I am one of them. But uh, no, it's good to have you here. Uh, we're going to just get into the topic today about envy. So Sean, is anything that you'd like to share today for the listener? Yeah. So we're kind of, this sermon series is an interesting one. You know, when the good go bad, we kind of taking a look at some characters and stories in the Bible who maybe started off on the right foot and yeah. then some sin script into the picture, the selfishness, the pride, whatever it may be. And so for this week, it's that envy and kind of selfish ambition. And so mm-hmm. you got the story of Miriam uh, who is like right up there with Moses. I mean, she's going through stuff with him. Uh, and then it comes to a point in Numbers 11 and 12 where this kind of jealousy steps in that uh, she's frustrated because the Lord is speaking to Moses, but she feels like she's doing all this hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, she and Aaron, they're both kind of along these lines of, you know, we're doing everything right too. Like, why should Moses do this? And we're all doing everything else. And so it gets to a pretty rough place yeah. uh, in in their relationship um, where they start to criticize him from kind of like a, a racial standpoint yeah. uh, for the wife that he chose. Right. And the Lord hears this. I think it's so interesting uh, <laughs> that they make all these criticisms and it says, but the Lord heard them. Right. And it's like, okay. And so then God shows up. Yeah. And they go to the tabernacle and the presence of God descends and he basically sets them straight and says, look, Moses is my guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not for you to say. Uh, and it doesn't end very well for Miriam, as as Pastor John kind of talked about. But you know, this envy and this selfishness, it it comes up in so many different places. Right. And I think it's almost easy, right? Like it's we've almost romanticized jealousy mm-hmm. uh, in America, especially like the American dream is to get the next big thing, the next big thing, the next yeah. best thing, the be- the next new thing. It's the whole idea of keeping up with the Joneses, right? Yeah. Um, so it, it takes place, I think, in a lot of different areas in our life. Uh, spiritually, jealousy is a disease. Uh, right. And that's, I think, part of why God kind of struck Miriam with, with this disease uh, in all of this. You know, God's not cruel. He's actually, this is his patience. This is his grace to be like, you need to learn from this. Right. Because if you don't learn this lesson physically for what it's doing to you spiritually, are you going to be apart from me forever? Is yeah. your, you're just spiritually going to be dead. And so... Um, what do you think is the... Because Pastor John spoke a lot. He said, had a lot of scripture on Sunday. Yeah. What do you think the main thing is that we need to focus on from this topic, like when it comes to groups or just our everyday life or people in ministry? Like, what do you think is maybe like the one thing that you would like to go, hey, like, this is the one thing we need to look out for? Yeah, I think uh, when you play the comparison game, you will never assess yourself accurately. Yeah. Um, because I can look around, uh, if I'm talking about my Christian walk, if I'm talking about, man, how I do following Jesus, if I'm in a place where I want to feel good about myself, I don't have to look very far. Yeah, I just look at some other people like, oh, I know more about the Bible than they do. Uh, I don't struggle with that, and it makes me feel good about myself. And then pride gets right in the way really, really quick. Right. Uh, and then the other way is also true. If I'm like, oh, man, I, I'm, I'm not as spiritual as this person. You know, I've never spoken in tongues, right? I don't have all of this memorized like this person does, or man, I still struggle with this and no one else that I see has any of these struggles. 
then I'm putting myself down mm -hmm. and I'm finding my identity in failures. And so I think either way is dangerous mm -hmm. uh, to play that comparison game, right? Like if you look at it like a physical standpoint, right? Like if you go to the gym, mm -hmm. there's going to be somebody in the gym that if you watch their workout, you're going to feel weaker. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. you just pay attention to that and you're going to feel weaker or there's going to be somebody, if you watch their workout, you're going to feel really good about yourself. Yeah. Uh, and, and so this idea of comparison is, is poisonous. It just hurts us and it stops us from actually growing uh, efficiently because mm -hmm. if my eyes are fixed on other people, if my eyes are fixed on other people's situations, other people's finances, other people's relationships, then they're not fixed on Jesus. Right. And so for the Christian, for the person in ministry, for the person that's, man, I want to follow Jesus, there is one place for our focus to be. There is one comparison that we can make. Mm -hmm. How do I hold up to Jesus? That's good. He sets yeah. the standard. He sets the yeah, example. He's the standard. He invites me to follow him. How am I holding up to that? Mm -hmm. That's good. I like what you're talking about, and especially uh, in particular in this subject or in this story. Um, it's about kind of like why is God speaking to you and not me? <laughs> and I see it a lot, especially like in music or in, in preaching, you know, growing up in the church. You would see someone like, well, why does that person gifted with this, or, or why mm -hmm. is he that talented? Um, but then you kind of realize, like, for people to get to where they are, they have to go through a crushing, they have to go through something, a wilderness stage, I guess you could say, as yeah. Moses did. Yeah. And people probably didn't want his life. People yeah. didn't want to go through that. You know, they say, walk a mile in my shoes. That's that good. you know. And so when you really go through it, and you go, man, like, what did that person get? or have to go through to get to the place where he's at, it kind of puts a lot of things in perspective of going, yeah, I, don't definitely. Know if I, wanna, I don't know if I want to get there, you know? Yeah, well, and that's biblical too, because yeah. it's in a couple of different gospels, it's Mark and Matthew, but uh, it basically you have James and John, who are mm -hmm. two of Jesus' disciples, uh, the sons of Zebedee, uh, but their mom basically goes up to Jesus and is like, hey, I want you to grant my sons your right and left hand. Like right. basically the, the seat at your right and the seat at your left, I want, I want you to give that to them. And all the other disciples are like, what the heck? Like, how can you even ask that question? Mm -hmm. But Jesus kind of goes to the mode you just went to. He's like, well, if you want them to be that close to me, you got to understand they're going to have to go through what I go through. Right. If you want them to follow me and be that close to me, mm -hmm. they're going to endure what I endure. Uh, and, and so I think sometimes we play that comparison game. We don't really know what we're asking. Yeah. Like, I want to look like Mr. Olympia, but uh, do I want to <laughs> diet like that? Do I want to work like that? Exactly. Right? Like, do yeah. I want to be there? You know, if I want to have this spiritual discipline and this maturity, am I going to go through the trials? Am mm -hmm. I going to go through, like, I mean, look at Job, right? Yeah, he ends right. up, if, if someone were to look at Job at the end of the book, like, oh, how does God give you all these blessings? It's yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. You want to go through that? Is this yeah. really what you want? Exactly. And ultimately, that's where the comparison game just robs us of joy. It mm -hmm. robs us of peace. It robs us of growth. Because uh, I've got to look more at, when I'm talking about comparison, I got to compare me to old me. Yeah. Say, man, the Bible says, God, take so off good. the old, put on the new. Die to your flesh, walk in the spirit. Take up your cross daily and follow me. Mm -hmm. So every single day, my comparison can't be to the people around me. Yeah. I can have encouragement from people around me. I can get inspiration from people around me, but I can't get comparison to the people around me. Gosh. It's got to be about me yesterday. That's awesome. Uh, and, and so I really think that that's the, the key uh, to following Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Hebrews 12 talks about running the race with endurance, says throw off everything that hinders. That's comparison. Mm -hmm. uh, throw off the sin that so easily entangles, fixing our eyes on Jesus. Right. Uh, that's, that's, so that's where I've got to be looking. 
Yeah, man, that just reminds me, uh, me and the team are going through a book right now. We were talking about it yesterday um, about how when you really look at the scripture, it's really a reflection and, and, you know, you see it all throughout the scripture in the Old Testament when uh, the priest would go into the tabernacle, they would have to wash. And it talked about that it was kind of like a mirror there. And it was a reflection mm-hmm. when you're washing, you're looking at yourself. And so I love what you said. You know, the only time you can compare is it should be yourself. Like, yeah. where was I a year ago? And so that's really good. And it even stands out, the scripture, um, Psalms 23 is, I lack nothing. Yeah. Like, if we're really in God... We really shouldn't be comparing. We should just be yeah. like, I'm content. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So anyway, any anything else that you would like to say to the listener? I know that we could talk all day about this, but anything that you would like to leave the listener with maybe today? Yeah, I think one of the biggest versions of comparison comes with success. Yeah. Um, you know, Jesus talks about, uh, it, it's in, I think, Matthew 6. Uh, you know, he says, don't worry about anything. Seek first uh, God and his kingdom, his kingdom and his righteousness. Everything else is going to be added to you. Like you brought up Psalm 23. Mm-hmm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Uh, And I remember whenever I was going through residency for preaching and pastoring, uh, somebody said something talking about a definition of success that I just think is is just critical, uh, something that that has helped me to not play the comparison game. Uh, But he said, success is present faithfulness to God, uh, that if I got to look today where I'm at today Mm -hmm. uh, compared to any other time like in my life, but my standard has got to be present faithfulness to God. It's like, am I being faithful to God right now? If so, I'm good. Like yeah. I'm, I'm seeking the Lord in his righteousness. Like he is my, he's the creator of the universe and he invites me to call him father. He adopts me into his family. Do I have to compare how he blesses other people whenever yeah. he calls me son? Sure. So I think that's just something that I would want to leave the listener with is, man, God is our heavenly father. In Christ Jesus, he invites us to be adopted into his family. That kind of love is amazing and it's going to eliminate comparison. The more we abide in that, comparison just can't hang out. Very good. Well, Sean, thank you so much. To the listener, we hope that this has blessed you. You would hold on to this throughout the week, that you would start your week off right with the word. And we hope to see you next time. God bless.